0: Good morning, afternoon or evening. You're listening to the third episode of the Shaman's of podcast. And this one we're going to focus on happiness part one. I think I should clarify here. It's more of a a reflective podcast in the in the fact that I will be talking about four years on, what I've learned from my time in Manchester. Coming from Southeast Asian background and coming to Manchester England for four years to study has made my views of a lot of things change a lot and in some ways it changed very little each one of us has something to teach the world from based on our own personal experience our own personal unique experience and this is mine I hope you'll find the podcast interesting and useful to listen to. Just so you know, currently I'm in London Heathrow Airport. I've just flown from Manchester. I'm about to go back after four years of staying and studying in the UK. And here I want to share with you what the most valuable lessons I've learned. They may seem very general, but hopefully one or two of them will strike something within you might need to be the message that you need to hear right now to make a change in your lives. So, we're going to get right on it. The very first lesson that I learned that changed in my time in Manchester is about leadership. So, just let me get this out. In my time in primary and secondary school, I, was al- I always wanted to enter a scholarship and to study overseas, and one of the most surefire ways you can get there is to be very active in your extracurricular activities, and not only that, assume leadership positions in them. And by leadership, it actually mean the top positions, the top brass. Well, that taught me a lot. When I came to Manchester, because I already had a scholarship, I was no longer feeling so much desire, ambition and pressure to get to the top of every society or activity I joined. I just wanted to be there, be present and enjoy the activity. It was no longer about what I was going to be able to put on my CV or on my paper. I know, um, kind of contradictory because, you know, I was in university. And that was the time most people would want to build their CVs. But I guess because I started at a very early point in my life, I was tired. And university became about trying as many different things as I wanted to without feeling the pressure to excel in them. I still wanted to, but I didn't need to. That was the massive difference. Same with leadership. Leadership for me, no... Over my four years in Manchester, no longer meant getting to the top position or being recognized. It was no longer a position of power, but of responsibility. Like, as a leader, you don't get control over others. You serve others. And I think the biggest, most prominent thing I learned was that you don't need to be in a leadership position to make a meaningful change. I'll give a personal example. As, uh, my, in my final two years in the UK, I, was, I became a fitness instructor for Les Mills. Uh, if you haven't heard of Les Mills, give it a Google. It's probably one of the biggest fitness empires around the globe. With many different types of classes. And in their system, they have ranks... They used, note the past tense, they used to have ranks from elites to trap coaches um, to advanced instructors to instructors. Kind of a hierarchy as in every organization. Most people aspire to become trap coaches, presenters, elites. I did want that as well, I admit that. However, I, in my two years, I didn't actually put all the effort needed to get to this point and I, perhaps a deep part of me questions if I was even capable of getting there. But that wasn't the point. The point was, despite not being a trap coach or a presenter or an elite, I was still able to make a significant, significant contribution to the less Mills of north North northwest and of the UK. You don't need to be the, in the very top to make a meaningful difference. You bring something to the table as yourself. And if you give it enough heart and enough passion, it will come true. I promise that. So yeah, leadership took on a different meaning after four years here. No longer about being at the top, but inspiring others by being you, completely yourself. And genuinely caring about people rather than what you gain out of it. One of the best quotes I read, I cannot place it right now, but um, is to take responsibility rather than taking credit. Most people are interested in taking credit and making a name. When you take responsibility, when you genuinely care about results and the people you're with, the people you surround yourself with, or maybe the people who are technically underneath you, in due time, this will be recognized, and more than that, I think it's about what you feel inside. When you're responsible, even if the world doesn't know, you know, that's the integrity of your own character. So yeah, lesson one, leadership and a bunch of other things, which I will group under the very broad category of leadership. The second lesson I learned is about respecting differences. In a developing country, like Malaysia, people respected the prof- the professions that, you know, generally bring in high income, for instance, medicine, engineering, um, law. It's not as prominent now, but it was definitely done, and these were the ones that were mostly given scholarships for. But when I came to the UK, four years in university and meeting people from all different backgrounds made me realize that, you know, every single different profession has its own contribution to the world from the more contested ones like art and history to like the more obviously um contributing ones like engineering and medicine they all have their place in the world we need the artists the writers the thinkers to reflect upon our society to poke fun and to point out the irony of it so we can realize where we're going wrong to put pain and emotions that will otherwise be buried in history into words. We need the thinkers, the developers, the engineers, the doers to develop society into the next stage. We need a balance of all these people, rational, emotional, and you know, there's no point holding up one profession above the other because they all matter, they all contribute to the great final end, to the next mountain. The same is the same with cultural differences you may have been raised to believe that the way another culture lives is wrong for instance um i'm going to be kind of controversial controversial here for instance um free mixing of genders in meetings or in universities and i hope that you understand the line that i'm going with but basically these kind of things you might have been raised to believe that there are these evils and they're wrong, but you know, come to another society where this is something that's normal, completely accepted, and you start to see that you know it's not so evil after all, and that doesn't mean that their way is right and we were wrong, or we were right and they're wrong, because there isn't. There's just different cultures and different points of view, and all of these differences should be respected and cherished and celebrated, not condemned. I think I've really learned this in my final year at uni when most, when my social friendship group consisted of a lot of international students, international students from China, Japan, Korea, Southeast Asia, Philippines, Thailand, um, to like the Middle East, to Europe, Portugal, Spain. Some of my closest friends were from each of these countries and England itself, obviously, and they all gave me different points of view of what they thought was acceptable what they found quite normal in their country and what wasn't there will be a new podcast that focuses on this by the way it will be about the humorous differences across east and west countries it will be a humorous podcast watch out for it but yeah back to point number two respect differences cherish them and you know like never put down others because you don't control where and how you're brought up as well as into what family you were brought up so you can't control the the different points of views you have you can only control what you, where you're going next. Lesson number three is the power of reflection and of social media. Let me elaborate on this. Reflection, the ability to look back at what your experiences have been and to make some sense out of it. This is where I think social media works great, as as much as it has its evils, it works great for you to be able, cause you know, there, especially when you come to Facebook, memories. A year later, you po- you might see a post that you did a year before, and feel like what, the, what was I thinking when I posted that? Like, girl, you knew nothing, or. Wow, I can't believe how much has changed since then. Well, most of them can be cringeworthy. Most of the time, you realize how far you've come, and it gives you determination not to give up on where you're going next so this is where i'll go out on a limb and say that over four years i learned social media isn't an evil and actually oversharing isn't bad either because you don't know the number of people who have come up to me and said thanks for sharing that i was going through it i didn't have i was embarrassed to talk to anyone about it because i didn't i thought it was weird and then i knew that someone else was actually going through it even if it's something as simple as um, struggling with your dissertation or as actual burdensome as struggling with depression or anxiety, you know? So share your struggles. Take a lot of pictures of your friends, of the bonds you make. Maybe if you like to write journal or, and document your journey, it's a privilege to see how far you've gone and a motivation for where you're going next. Also in the same kind of way. When you journal or you document your journey or take pictures or however way you choose to do this, you get to the ability to see and question all of the assumptions that you grew up with. Everything that you've been taught since birth that you may or may not be sure of. Question it. Read more on it. Research it. Ask someone with different points of views on why and make it a civil discussion. You will learn more about yourself. Two things can come out of it. Either you divide it from your original beliefs because you found out the truth or your beliefs get stronger more often than not. This is what happens, by the way. Because you finally understand the reason behind it. So, yes. Third lesson, reflection. It's not a waste of time. It's not a waste of space. And oversharing is not a bad thing. Lesson number four is my shift in the perception of balancing your work and play life so you know we've always been taught that the idea of balancing having a good work-life balance is the ideal but you know over four years i've realized that there's actually no such thing as balancing you can prioritize different things at different times yes that's possible but balancing getting enough sleep having a social life do an internship, keeping your healthy body, keeping enough time for studies, and get and you know, all the miscellaneous other things that happen when you're living. There's no such thing as balancing through all of them. At any one point your goals will shift and your parties will shift with it. So you know rather than trying to think of balancing Think about at this point in time, what is your priority? What is one thing? And maybe the second thing that will help you towards this one thing. Love it. Be passionate. Let other people call you crazy if they have to. Let other people call you insane. Because usually the crazy and insane ones win. So let me share a personal thing. My goal towards my fourth year was just to be the fittest, healthiest, best, and most importantly happiest version of me. And I wasn't afraid of a little bit of pain or sleep deprivation to get there. However, I realized as time passed in my final year that the goals clash with each other. Happiest didn't necessarily mean fittest, leanest, Healthiest didn't necessarily mean fittest either. It could, it could, if you could align them, but sometimes it doesn't and in this kind of in these times you have to decide what at that moment was most important to you is most important to you and not turn a blind eye to the other goal but put it to the side for a while you pursue this one goal once you get there you can refocus on the other one It doesn't mean you failed it just means you've known to prioritize something else first it's just like when you get an injury like say an ankle injury and you can no longer do lower body work in the gym but you can still work on your upper body yes you had to divide it from your goal for a bit but it doesn't mean you've lost it just means rerouting same thing with balancing your work-life load there is no such thing choose what's most important at that point in time maybe maybe it's academics maybe it's your extracurricular activity that you're passionate about maybe it's your partner choose what's most important have someone there who can advise you, who you completely trust, and then pursue it with everything you have. When you've achieved it, find the next thing. Lesson number five, a perception that changed. For me, it's actually two in one, but I'm going to highlight it with just one. is the idea of celebrating progress rather than striving for perfection. It's okay not to be at the top. It's okay to miss your mark, because to be honest, perfect is really overrated. Of course, there's disappointments that arise from it, especially if it's something that really, really matters to you. But when you're perfect, that means you're at a standstill. You're not moving anymore. You're not moving forward. You're not moving back. And I'd rather be that person who keeps moving, who keeps improving, who keeps shifting, keeps the other people being surprised. Because I'm constantly changing and improving myself for the better. I'd much rather have a goal I'm working towards. Rather than the standstill at the very top. Because I know there's a lot left for me and you to do. And I'm not satisfied with perfect. Because that means I've had stopped. I have stopped. So, you know, celebrate your journey. Celebrate both the downfalls and the rising see them as just the same lessons to take from and just a beautiful journey for you to grow from. Tied to this fifth lesson is the, the absolute value in just starting. Just start. It'll never be perfect. The, your first podcast will be shit, <laughs> like mine was. Your first pace of writing for your paper or dissertation will be shit your first the first food you cook will be shit your first relationship probably shit hopefully not but hope but likely it is the first time will always be shit that's why you need to keep doing it again and again and again because that's the only way you ever improve it doesn't have to be perfect it just has to be out get it written first and then you can get it right Same with. I'll give you an example for this. Um, again, tied to my instructorship, I had an instructor friend, Ellie Chris. If you're listening to this, hi. Um, two instructor friends actually at different respective points. They were look, thinking to do their, um, instructor qualifications, and, both of them were. This was these were different conversations, but they had the same line thinking like I can't do it now because something and i talking to them i was like but why not now why not like you know it's never going to be the perfect time so just go for it and ellie radford hi ellie goes actually yeah why not now she signs up for it and now she's a fully qualified body form instructor having her own classes in the gym same with chris for him it took a longer time because he had his own issues but when he finally did sign up it went you know from what i've heard they can only they can both say that it was one of the best decisions ever in their lives and while i'm not humble bragging because i had someone to do this for me as well because i was making excuses too when i wanted to sign up i was like oh no i can't do it now because i still have uni can't do it now because i'm not ready i'm not bold enough i'm not confident enough. i need to get louder but someone said to me Adele, do if you're listening to this you probably aren't but if you are hi she said to me But why not? Like You're never going to get perfect just sitting there. So just start now. You can learn it along the way. And I was like, yeah, actually, let's go. I can tell you a couple of months later, I was regretting my decision as I was shaking in my knees about to do my presentation. But it went. And from that first presentation, which crashed and burned, I improved. And here I am now, two years later, I've taught all across Manchester and all across the UK. And I don't regret that first leap of faith I made. Hopefully it's the same for Ellie and Chris. And if there's something that you're doubting to start but you want to, but you think you're not good enough, there's something you want to publish but you think you are not, you won't be well-known enough, just do it. The only way you can ever be good enough is just start. The masters got there by a thousand, hundred, hundred thousand mistakes first. That's how they came to where they were. It's going to start slowly, it's going to be painful, but it'll get there. You don't have to be at the top from the very start. What's the point? You can't be able to look back on the journey and look at how far you've come. It'll be very boring, won't it? If you're perfect from the start. Lesson number six is the value of being kind. You know, in this day and age, you know, I don't know about you, but for me, I'm repeatedly told you can't trust others too much because people will take advantage of too much kindness. But what I've seen so far, while that's true and it has happened before, it's only made me a tougher shell. The softness inside hasn't changed. When you help other people, when you give 110% in everything you do, when you over-deliver, people come back asking for more and somehow your business, your whatever it is you're trying to do, grows much faster. It's the way of the universe. Mm, in that same kind of sense, don't. In the same way, you don't sell other people short. Don't sell yourself short. Over the world to yourself. Give yourself 110%. The same love and care you show for others, give it to yourself. You'll be surprised at how y- you grow. And at the same time, it's been proven. When you give more than you take, you become happier. And the ripple effect is real. People pass it forward to the next person, and the next person, and the next person. And, you know, slowly... a. And even in a small way, a small scale, a better world and a better life is created for everyone. Oh, and speaking about happiness, in the same sense, one thing that really changed for me when I was in Manchester, I stopped looking for it. Instead of looking for happiness, I looked for meaning. And happiness came through that meaning. So yeah, stop looking for happiness. Find meaning to what you do. And that happiness will come in its own time. all right that's six different lessons it's a shorter podcast well shorter still hitting about 25 minutes but hopefully you found that useful i'd love to hear your thoughts what were the best things you learned over your experience in uni or some significant point in your life i'd love to hear what you think of this podcast and what you would like to see more of because it really helps for me and other people like me who do this to understand if we are delivering what you, you want and need so, please, you know, feedback to me. You have me on Instagram as Shamin Saif, Facebook as Shamin Saif, and email as Manchester at gmail.com. Probably Instagram is the best platform to contact me on, by the way. Um, I'm about to start a new phase of life in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, after four years of study and being integrated into the Manche- in Manchester and English society so this will be interesting i'll be documenting it and i plan to keep up with this podcast if you've got any questions or any help you desire please reach out to me it doesn't matter what it's about if i can help i will otherwise i'll direct you to someone who can my next podcast is what will be about mindset and stress management so look out for that if you found this podcast useful please like it follow the podcast and please please share it Until we hear each other again next time. Thank you very much.